as soon as we start to shallow breathe, our body and mind aren't getting fed what the capacity of our lungs can actually take in. So as soon as we start breathing correctly, that's when we're flushing out any toxins out of the body. We're you know, bringing in fresh air, new air into the, the body and the mind. And therefore, every single cell in our body is going to be healthier because we're feeding it better nutrients through the air that we're taking in. Welcome back to the Mindset Mastery podcast. This week, Paul Wrightson joins me behind the mic to talk about his journey with yoga, a journey that took him from being both mentally stressed and physically worn out to feeling power, peace, and vitality from learning to connect with breath and movement. Paul now uses his knowledge and skill set from numerous certifications in yoga and coaching to support others to connect with their true self and live their ultimate life. In this episode, we're going to look at some of the simple ways that connecting with your breath and body can change how you function, how you think, how you process emotions, and even how you age, which I think will spark interest in many of you who are listening, including myself. So Paul, welcome to the show. It's so great to have you here. Yeah, thank you, Rach. That was a great introduction. I'm uh, glad to be here. So yeah, happy to chat about all that. So it's going to be a yeah, great little discussion, I'm sure. Yeah, awesome. And as I said, that last little bit about changing how you age, I think that's quite fascinating. Just how powerful doing some of these simple, consistent practices can be. But I guess to start with, I'd love to know a bit of your journey and what really led you to start doing yoga in the first place. Yeah, um, good, good uh, question. So many years ago, I became friends with still a friend, Sanjay, down in when I was living in Sydney. And I met his mum, who was a Swami at sort of northwest of Sydney. And I was always fascinated about the, the Eastern cultures and, the, and different ways of doing and living life, really, and different views on how to live life. And I just fell in love with her attitude and Sanjay's attitude about how to get the most out of life, but also either if you're busy, but you can also stay calm at the same time. So that was fascinating me. So then I started doing a bit of more research around the yoga space and around meditation and things like that to educate and also just through curiosity led me down that path. So that's how it all started. Yeah. Awesome. And from that, talking about being mentally stressed and just worn out and what did yoga do for you when you started getting into the practice? Yeah. So for me, it goes much more than the physical side. And this is one of the things that uh, Swami, who I'm taught under, teaches everyone and, and even people who go to a class, which is built down through her teachings, has sort of come through like the guru. Her father was a guru in India. So it's, it's come this ancient lineage through and it's still filtering now through all the teachers that she's taught. It's just more than the physical side. So it's a very spiritual connection. So it's when you, when people talk about focus, focusing on the breath, it, it is just that. It can be simple as just deep breathing, closing down the eyes and just almost feel the vitality that comes from slow breathing and controlled breathing. So for me, it was taking away the busyness and then just focusing on the simple things in life, which I still focus on the simple things in life because then there's so much power in that. And it's just being able to control stress when there's stress around in myself without looking for medication or going to the doctors or whatever else that we're so entrenched in at the western culture that i didn't want that so for me as if i was stressed i was able to you know, slow things down and be have more clarity just simple by focusing on the breathing yeah what are some of those 
breathing practices or yoga practices that found, especially in the beginning, like really helped you? Yeah, good question. Simplest one would be just to focus deep breathing, but also have an even number of seconds on the inhale and an even number of seconds on the exhale. And also breathing in and out of um, the nose. There's a lot of research around whether you should breathe in and out of the mouth or nose and mouth or whatever. But the way that that I was taught in the pranayama or the breathing techniques in yoga, it's all around breathing in and out of the nose because we've got so much more control with that. So just a very simple one of like closing down the eyes, breathing in through the nose and then out through the nose. It might be a, a five second hold for, or five second um, inhalation or five second exhalation. And that, it, that in itself will just instantly slow down the body and mind. And that's where I started to think, wow, and feel it in my body. There's so much power in just that. What is the difference in breathing out of the nose compared to breathing out of the mouth? I guess from the yoga point of view, it's, it's you have more control when you're breathing out of the nose. When you you know, breathe in and out of the mouth, you tend to have that less control. If you're trying to breathe out, say for a count of five seconds, it's quite easy to breathe that out quickly out of the mouth, whereas with the, the nose, it's actually more controlled. And you've got that, yeah, just more control. I think that's probably the biggest thing for me and yeah, and what I've been taught with that as well. Yeah, awesome. So from the intro, we're talking about how it can affect how you function and how you think. So I guess what's the kind of timeline we're looking at like if you're starting your yoga journey and then how long does it take to really start feeling those benefits and then as become aware of the benefits that you're experiencing from that good question i think the breathing instant now i've had people come to to because i do online streaming so there's a lot of i guess members that come in that have never even thought about doing yoga before so they've heard from their friend or whatever that might have started and they've seen the benefits and like pretty much instantly it doesn't take long at all but when i guess from the mental side of things it, it's instant from the physical side it, it may take a little longer if you've got a, a sore lower back or whatever but you know guarantee you know, i hand on heart guarantee anyone new that comes in that i just you will feel like major physical and mental benefits just even from half an hour and it's so true like it's so powerful yeah so it's it is instant but obviously the more consistent you do it and the more length of time it's, it is going to change the, I guess, the mindset long-term and also physical as well. The more you do it, the more benefit you'll get out of it for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So talking about some of the practices that you teach with people you work with and your mantra is like live fully now. First of all, where did that come from? Tell me about that. <laughs> I, I lost a close family member in 2004. Yeah, that significantly changed my my life so you know I left my marriage around that time I met my beautiful wife now I left my career so I had a big change shift in my whole life I moved locations a lot a lot happened around then and then I just came up with a mantra around that time to live fully now because like it's so often and you hear it so many times and I was even doing it then you put things off until you either get a health scare yourself or someone in the family or a friend or whatever has a major health scare or even worse you lose someone so I didn't want that to happen in, in my life. And that's where the mantra came from. Yeah, you know, that's what I guide and support other people to do as well. If they want to make some significant changes and supporting them through that process and you know, not getting 80, whatever years old, 90, 100 years old, whatever, they're ready to, to move on, regretting anything that they, that they could have tried or changed or done or whatever, whether it's jobs, relationships, friends, whatever it might be, just to basically do it now and not sort of wait until it may not, it may be too late. 
Yeah. And I suppose, you know, looking at, at that statement, it's saying, oh, you know, you just decide and then you go and do it. But, you know, I think it's not always that simple when you think you're stuck in whichever situation or you feel like you've got all these responsibilities, you can't go and do all those things. So how do you help people kind of work through that and step into that living fully now? Yeah, good, good question. Um, yes, we do definitely still have responsibilities and it's sometimes it can be just small steps. And some, some of those small steps in different parts of the life areas you know, might have a significant impact in, in other life areas. A simple example would be someone who says, I've always wanted to go and get singing lessons or whatever it might be, or dancing or whatever, or play a musical instrument. Well, what's, you know, what's stopping them? Like it's, if it's not significantly changing their life, that's bringing in that, I guess, the, the fun and that balance. If they're in there, say they're in a stressful work environment, and then all of a sudden they start to go and get some release through whether it's like music or anything like it's a big balance and that's why that's what i try and guide and support our, our people to do because it's that's living fully now you can still have the career that you might love but then it's also having something outside that that you can have a holistic approach to life so that's how yeah it doesn't have to be a big major thing you know like moving overseas or changing careers or anything it was for me but everyone might is different so it might even be just small steps to bring things in but to bring that balance in yeah absolutely i forget who it was that said this but because we talk about the work-life balance which i think you know is a great way to look at it but someone once said you know all of it is your life it's not necessarily your work life and then your home life the whole thing is your life so then balancing that and like you said having that holistic approach to it so it's not so segmented into work home whatever it might be but yeah bringing that all together to balance your life thought which is an interesting way that you can also look at it totally yeah and i think it's also keeping the the curiosity going as well so you know you might be fascinated or bring that sort of almost like um someone mentioned this years ago to me it's like a childlike fascination they're keeping that curiosity going each day and that's what sort of brings uh, takes us away from the the day to day man like boring stuff. We're fascinated, you know. We might be walk, waiting for a bus or something, or walking down the street. You might see like a bird fly past you've never seen before. It's just just that sort of like awareness and you know bringing that curiosity in. I think that's for me that was a big thing that I've learned along the way. Like to to not so be focused on getting to to the A to, to B or striving for this thing it's it's like it's that old saying you've probably heard everyone's heard before enjoy the journey but it is actually slowing down and actually physically and and spiritually putting putting yourself in that space to becoming aware of what's around yeah about a year ago i read eckhart toll power of now and that i think that takes it to a really extreme you can't kind of just go from where you are to straight into that practice but just really becoming present in each moment or present in whatever you are doing and obviously it's hard in our social media world and even today I'm trying to edit some podcasts and then (laughs) I've got emails and I've got messages and it's all these busy tasks that are coming at you constantly but yeah would you find yoga and your breathing techniques like help you to be more present in other areas of your life as well oh absolutely yeah, some people say, oh, I don't have time to, to breathe or I don't have time to sit still or whatever, but you can just be, even if you're on a public transport or whatever, you can still be in your, in your own space and then tap into the breath. It's, it totally brings that awareness, self-awareness in and, and obviously the surroundings as well. When the mind starts to slow down, 
In fact, this is a funny story that happened to me on the weekend in uh, the streets of Brisbane. So came out of our friend's cafe and there was an older gentleman with a younger guy and he, the older gentleman forgot where he lived. So he was found out later, long story, ended up calling his um, daughter and about two hours later, she came and picked him up. But we're walking around the streets and he couldn't wear it and remember where he is and I found out that he had start of, I think, dementia or something like that. And he found out he was like 88 years old, I think. But when he calmed, then this is like a major lesson for me that when he calmed down, so like we took him to the local cafe and we waited for his daughter to come pick him up. I think we were there for probably about half an hour when she came. And then there was lots of hugs and lots of tears because his daughter, you know, came and he was fine, healthy, whatever, but just lost. He um, instantly said, oh, come around for coffee and I'll make you a coffee. And then he remembered the the address he gave me the address and then he just said and I, he didn't say he didn't flinch he just it's just me and I thought when he was out on the street he was frazzled his mind was busy he was overwhelmed because he was lost almost fell over a couple of times I had to hold him up there's no way that the mind was that so active that he there was nothing in there to uh, there's no clarity at all and as soon as he was calm and he's I guess his mind started coming down his body was calmer because he was you know probably, probably breathing better and then he just, his mind just opened up and he had all this clarity. So that was like, a, yeah, fascinating. Someone who's that age and then on the start of dementia or whatever it was, and his mind just, you know, cleared as soon as he started to calm down. So, yeah, yeah, powerful stuff. Yeah, I think that's a really great example of what stress does to the mind. And in other capacities of your life, like, I work in a creative field and it's almost impossible to create out of stress and you've got yeah. all these things happening and deadlines and the whole thing. It's really hard to then just turn on the creativity and get what you need to do done. So I think that we say, oh, I don't have time to relax and breathe. And, but I think we don't really have time not to do that. If you want to yeah. be able to work at your full potential, then I guess the more you pressure yourself and put stress on yourself, the less productive you're really going to be able to be. Yeah, absolutely. I think and that's the beauty of having something like a yoga or breathing, whatever, it's at the start of the day as well, because it brings in that stillness to the mind and body straight away and that, I guess, peace and calm ready for you to take the day on or be creative or whatever it might be. And allowing space to have, you know, gratitude as well. As soon as we start to bring in gratitudes and also setting an intention for the rest of the day as well like that sort of pretty much changes every cell in the body because the, every cell of the body is working towards that intention it's yeah you know, it's so important to to be able to pull it all back and have that that peace and calm whether it's the morning or night whatever it is just to bring that stillness to the mind and body everything comes a little bit clearer i guess yeah absolutely so what does your daily routine look like do you do practices breathing or yoga or gratitude every day yeah that's the aim what uh, i teach in the morning and then usually obviously quite early usually after that's when i spend my time probably half an hour just writing out some gratitudes the intention i usually set the intention before the actual um, session starts but the gratitudes any journaling and things like that i usually do straight after that and just sit in my own space before I guess the busyness starts or the day daily really the uh, routine start. I mean, after that, even things like putting nice, calm, positive music on in the morning, that's what I do all the time as well. And then, you know, I guess creating stillness to begin with before the actual day starts. And then once the day starts, then 
because I'm doing sort of some workshops as well and other you know coaching as well. It's that creative space when I'm creating content or whatever or creating uh, workshops. And then it's also, I've got to bring in obviously that calmness as well when I'm guiding, supporting others through the coaching. It's very easy to jump from one thing to the other, which I tend to do sometimes to catch myself because then I feel a bit out, out of whack. Things aren't flowing as well as they could be, but it's quite, when I'm in that space, which is a lot of the time I try and stay in that peace and calm space through the, the gratitude and through you know the time for myself in the morning, things do definitely flow easier through the day and it just you know, makes it a little bit easier if things pop up that you're not expecting to be in that sort of calm space to, to just work through it yeah yeah definitely I notice for myself as well if I wake up and I do my morning thing and that mostly happens just when I'm working at home in the office because I have the well, I make the time and the space to do that I'm not any kind of deadline the day flows so much smoother and then when I get up and straight into it and because you know some days um, I'm a videographer, so I have to be at a certain place really early in the morning. And on those days, you wake up and chug a coffee and kind of just <laughs> jump into right. the day. You know, it's not always starting in the best mindset. And I can feel that in myself really obviously compared to the days that you do make time to do those things. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's, yeah, it's, it's so important. I think it's also not being too hard on yourself if you don't have the time to do that. I remember you know, when I was living in Sydney, when I first started down this journey, I used to get the bus down, I think it's called Victoria Road, anyway, to Parramatta. And, you know, the bus would be full, but I'd be up the back with a journal, just almost meditating out the window as well. So, you know, the bus would be full of people, whatever, have a journal there. So no matter where we are, we can always try and be in that space, even driving as well, seeing a traffic light. So sometimes I'll, sorry, not sometimes, seeing a traffic light, I'll make sure that I'm feeling that sort of calmness. You know, if it's Veronica, my wife's a good teacher with that as well. We might be in a traffic jam or whatever, and just sometimes you know, things you can get a little stressed or whatever, especially if there's time delays. But there's nothing you can do. There's, and that's probably one of one of the things I, I've learned along the way too. There's things that aren't that I can't control. And there's no use trying to control. It's just, and that's one of the things that um, I, I learned, but also was taught. Like I didn't really understand what that meant, but. As soon as I relax with that and just like traffic or whatever, there's, there's nothing you can do. It's just there. It's just a thing. You have to work through it. So it's no use getting stressed about it. So it's like, it's, 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 if I can't control it, I'll just just work with it. And that's um, freeing. Like it's such a freeing feeling when that happens. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And the traffic is going to be there, whether you're stressed or whether you're calm. So <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I want to circle back to the start of the episode and in your bio, you talk about how yoga can help you with how you process emotions and even how you age. Tell me about that. What are those kind of benefits that come from doing yoga that can affect or potentially slow down the aging process? Yeah, sure. The emotions, you know, the more we move our body and the more we breathe, that's going to release emotions or energy through the body. So as soon as we start moving energy, the negative emotions or unwanted emotions are potentially going to shift out of the body as well. And then that creates space for new energy that we want in our body. So there's that side of things. There's also, I guess, the physical side too. As soon as we start moving our body and breathing correctly, we start massaging our you know, internal organs as well. So we become healthier that way. But I guess with the aging process, it's just because we're taking more oxygen into our body. So we're going to creating clarity in the mind. So our our brain essentially is healthier because we have more oxygen. 
we're feeding the blood with more oxygen cells. So then therefore our whole body is running at its optimum best it could than just the shallow breathing. So as soon as we start to shallow breathe, our body and mind are getting fed what the capacity of our lungs can actually take in. So as soon as we start breathing correctly, that's when we're flushing out any toxins out of the body. We're you know, bringing in fresh air, new air into the, the body and, and the mind. And therefore, every single cell in our body is going to be healthier because we're feeding it better nutrients through the air that we're taking in. So that's one of the biggest things. There's been research on how it also can affect our vision as well because we've got that the mind fogs lifted and we've got that mental clarity as well yeah it's fascinating stuff and this is where i was starting to get intrigued with it when i started like looking into it it's all within us like it's we don't have to go externally and get a, a script or anything from the gp like it's actually we have this powerful way of self-healing that is it's overlooked a lot yeah. And with that, I want to reiterate, if you don't think that you have time to stop and breathe, I think with all that information, I don't think you have time not to. So no, <laughs> I right. think that's really amazing, like how the body does have the energy or like the ability to heal itself if we feed it the right things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So Paul, if people want to find out more about you or work with you, where can they go? got a private Facebook group called Live Fully Now with Paul Wrightson. So they can just type into Facebook search on that and join, come and join the group. The, I do have an opt-in instant peace and calm meditation as well. The link will be in that. I think it's probably the best way if people want to you know, find out a bit more or just connect into the private group. That's probably the best start. So yeah, Facebook, Live Fully Now. Awesome. We're going to have both of those links in the show notes below. So definitely go down and check that out at the end of the episode. And Paul, if you could leave us just with one big takeaway that you'd like people to really focus on for this episode, what would that be? Just one, hey, I think just give yourself permission to be yourself. That's a good one. I mean, it's hard to do, but it's one of those things that if you keep releasing any judgment for yourself and just bringing in that self-love, for who you are because we're all unique in, but I think it's just giving you permission to do that and just start to tap into your self-love I guess give yourself permission to be yourself I love that fantastic takeaway Paul it's been awesome to have you on the show today thank you so much for joining me excellent thanks for having me on the show it's been a great chat and one more time just to drive that message home Give yourself permission to be yourself. Make sure you head down to the show notes to become part of Paul's Facebook group and to access his meditation. If you've been enjoying the show, it would be awesome if you could take a moment to leave us a review on your favorite podcast app so more people like you can join us on this journey towards mindset mastery. And you can connect with me over on Instagram at the Mindset Mastery Podcast for more inspiration conversation and mindset motivation over there. I can't wait to have your company again next week. Until then, remember, we are only limited by what we believe we are limited 